Hello, this is Magenta Giraffes with me, Simona Roy, recording this on May 15th, 2022. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm cranky today. I'll start it off with that. I'm not a happy camper. I would like to sleep all day today, but mm, can't do that. I mean, I guess I could, you know, I don't have many, I don't have children, right? I think that would be (laughs) the biggest uh, hindrance to that. I could sleep all day if I wanted to, but I don't think I've never slept all day ever. Maybe. No, no, I, I, there's never been a day. So I don't think I'm going to start now, but I'm not in a great mood. I'm pretty annoyed. I'm pretty frustrated. I don't think this is, you know, I'm going to say I don't think this is going to be a long episode because I don't really have much to talk about except that I'm really just, I'm sad and angry. I've been missing my mom a lot. And I don't know, there's like, the acute pain is really painful. You know, sometimes I'll just think about her and think about how she went. And, you know, I didn't really get to say goodbye because she was basically already gone. And I get it. A lot of people don't get to say goodbye. I mean, it happens more often than not, I think. And I just, you know, when I really think about it, it's so painful. So I just feel pretty sad. And it's almost like, I feel like I don't, I feel a little bit like I've regressed in a year because it's been, you know, more a little bit more than a year since this happened. And I think that maybe in the first year, you know, it was new and I had goals and I was just trying to like meet my goals. And now it's like, yeah, I have goals, but I just, you know, they don't ever seem like they're going to come to fruition. So whatever. (laughs) And so when I think about when I really think about her and I try not to think about those things too often because it's just so painful. It's so painful. So I've been missing her a lot this week and she's been in my dreams. I mean, I don't know if it's her or me subconsciously, but last night I dreamt that like I had to move three hours away back to Binghamton, New York. And I was upset because I was away from all of my friends, (laughs) like my whole social circle. And I was having to drive or take a bus three hours just to see them. And I was trying to explain that to my mom. Um, and I went to hug her and then she made the hug short. And I realized it was because her arm was in pain, which is like, is she hurt? Like she had some sort of torn something in her arm or whatever. And it, it was always in pain and stuff. But there was like, I think the surgery was too risky or something. So uh, it just sucks. Like I think that she was having to deal with a lot that I still won't ever be able to understand, you know, so. So anyways, I was telling her in the dream, like, oh, it's just, it's like, I feel very alone here. I don't have anybody. And none of my friends are close. They're three hours away. And, 
you know, she was just like listening and stuff. But that the house was it was kind of it was supposed to be our old house in Binghamton, like our real old house, but in the dream it wasn't. It was another huge big house. But um like kind of an old I want to say Victorian style. I don't really know architectural <laughs> styles, but it was beautiful. It was old, but also creepy. Uh, same in the dream, but different layout. And I also was different. Like, I didn't look like me. I was like this white girl with long brown hair and very white teeth. I don't remember any other facial features except for that. But that's who I was in the dream. And, um, and I felt alone. Like I feel alone right now. You know, it's just, I think I've also late in the game, I think my threshold was pretty high. I, um, I think COVID stuff is actually getting to me, like not having plans and the numbers are going up again. And, I was able to, you know, not let it affect me too much because, you know, I'm like self-sufficient. I can be in, I can chill out at home and talk on the phone and stuff, but it's now getting to me. I just feel like I've got nothing to look forward to. Like nothing is moving forward. Uh, People are getting COVID left and right. And it's, you know, nobody's, nobody's like, you know, getting seriously sick. So that's good. But it does stop the like, I mean, I haven't been very social. If anything, I've been meeting people outside and I've kept it at that. There's only two friends that I've done anything indoors with and I usually test before I see them. So I've been super safe and stuff. But like, you know, there's like more numbers are going up at the office and every day like people are out and then the numbers are just going up where we are and things are canceled or people are lying about having COVID. And I we, I just feel like I can't move forward. I feel like I'm tired of making the best of the situation and I don't have anything to look forward to. And I really don't want to get COVID again, but I'm also like not not going to work. You know, I go to work three days a week in office. I'm, I keep my mask on as much as I can, but like, no. I mean, like, look, I did that. Like, that was my cadence at my old job too. It's just, I would wear a mask around people, but like when I'm in my cube, I take it off and the same air is circulating, you know, but whenever anyone's close to me, I just like pop the mask on and that's just how I did things. And that's how I'm going to continue to do things because I can't wear a mask 24 seven, like in my office. Um, And I also feel like in a very strange way that it since I'm new here, like, I do feel like the mask is a hindrance as far as like, my nonverbal communication, I'll, I'll be honest, I was surprised, you know, like, I'm a pretty emotive person. So I try to emote as much with my eyes and everything. But I have felt like not being able to communicate fully or for people not to fully be able to see my facial expression and things like that has been difficult. And I, I, 
I finally feel like in a very small way, I can sort of relate to kids and having to wear masks in school and, you know, especially um, kids who have a difficult time communicating verbally. So, I mean, I am not an anti-masker, let me just say that. But what I am saying is like, I'm still masking probably more than most. And I, and even for me, it gets difficult. You know, even for me, who's so pro mask and stuff. Sure, like, it's not difficult to wear it on mass transit and stuff. Although like now it's hot, the subways are crazy hot. So then you're like, you're on the subway, your face is sweating off because you're wearing a mask and all that. And I will continue to sweat off my face. Don't you worry. But it's just like, what do we have to look forward to? You know, like the numbers are going up. They're saying we're going to have a fall surge. It just is never ending. It's never ending. I, I don't see any end in sight. I don't, I like at some point, I guess, what I'm grappling with is that that I have to just do things outside of my comfort level at some point. And like, there's not going to be a time where I'm going to feel like, oh, I feel safe. There was one little time between whatever the original variant was and Delta, where people were like, okay, the numbers are really low, you can go massless. So for like, I don't know, two weeks in office, I didn't wear a mask and then Delta came and everybody's like, wear a mask or not everybody. You know how this country is. It's not everybody. It's probably a minority that's like wear a mask. So since Delta, like I just haven't felt safe. I don't feel like there's any end in sight. I feel like this is just how it is forever. It's taking a toll on me. And I feel like I can't do anything social at all. I've got nothing to look forward to. I miss my mom. I, I don't know if I'm going to meet my goals. And even if I do meet my goals, am I going to be happy? So I just feel like very not happy. Not I still feel like what, what is the point of life? I feel the same as last week. I think I said that last week. I haven't gotten a sign from Steve Pulaski. I haven't gotten the math textbook sign. So whatever. Guess he's not listening. And I refuse to be going and looking around my house for a math textbook. I won't do that. Um, because I feel like that's cheating a little bit. Because I'm sure I have math te- textbooks. Like, I'm sure. I bet I could find them in the room that I'm in right now. But I cannot do that because I don't feel like that will be, you know, significant sign. It won't be real. It has to come organically. It has to come out of nowhere. And so I'm still looking for the math textbook sign. Still haven't gotten it from Steve. I don't think Steve cares. That's okay. Um, And then I stupidly, I... I don't know. So this is the problem when you like make appointments with psychics who are, you know, good at what they do because then they have wait lists, right? Or some time period before like when you like purchase it and when you can actually have the appointment. So I purchased this appointment in December, I think, of last year. So December 2021. And I have an appointment with Tracy Lee Nash tomorrow. 
at like 9 p.m. or something my time, 9.45. I don't remember. But it's late because she's on um, West Coast time. And I don't want to do it. <laughs> like, I mean, there are no refunds, no exchange. So like, I if I don't do it, then it's just like, you know, money down the drain. And it's like, but I'm not in a space like, I don't care. I think I even just got like a psychic session, not even a medium session. So I don't know if like my mom will come through. But if she gives me a choice at the beginning of the session, I'll ask for her. I guess I'll ask for a medium session. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't care. Nothing is guiding me. It's all random. Nothing makes sense. I'm unhappy. Life is pointless. You know, that's where I'm at. So I don't know how this appointment's going to shift anything. But I have it on the books. There's nothing I can do. And, you know, it's getting hotter which annoys me. I'm not a person who does well with heat. So, you know, it's just all around. I don't know, you know, and I'm going to actually I'm going to a show on Thursday. Um, My favorite drag queen, Alyssa Edwards, is coming to New York. So I'm seeing her. But of course, it makes me nervous because COVID numbers are crazy. I my plan of action is to double mask. I mean, what else am I going to do? Not go? Like, I'm not that fearful. Um, I paid good money for these tickets. And hopefully, the place that it's at will have a mask policy where people will have to be masked. So if most people are masked, I'll feel safer. Um, but I don't know what the mask policy is. I guess I should check it out. Uh, but I don't know. I still feel burnt out, you know, like, I don't know what I need. I I don't know, like six months of not doing anything, uh, maybe. But who has the luxury of that? Like most people do not even like people who have crazy money and, you know, fame, fortune, whatever, like they can't usually take time off like that either. So I'm just in a low place. I'm in a low place. I don't understand the point of anything. I miss my mom. There's nothing to look forward to. COVID is just, you know, everywhere. And here I am just trying to survive, but survive for what? What am I surviving for? I don't know. I'm keeping it short today. I got nothing else, you know. This is a not a fun episode, but guess what? This is a podcast about grief more than anything else. Yes, there are episodes about Jennifer Lopez's engagement, but if back to the thesis of this, it is a podcast about grief. So there are just going to be some weeks that are going to be shitty, and this is one of them. And maybe it'll be a lot of several shit, shitty weeks. We'll find out. Uh, but right now, I'm just going to keep it at that. Hope everyone is happy, healthy, and safe. And until next time, I'll just say bye.